You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 171 with Luann Nigera. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Luann on the show today. We are going to be talking about businesses. So the reason why I like having women come on to talk about businesses is because I know that at certain times of your life, you might have more time. And if you don't want to jump back into the traditional work force, um, you may want to start a business. So I like having women come on to talk to us about that, especially being a mom. So we're going to be talking about why businesses are not making money and the reason why Luann thinks that might be happening, as well as why it's so important to have good client experiences and what that looks like. We also talk about why it's really important to be a leader, even if you're just a team of one and what that looks like, as well as why it's so important to have core values in our businesses. So if you guys, again, are thinking about a business or you're in a business, this is a perfect episode to listen to. She gives us some really good nuggets. So I hope this inspires you wherever you're at and you enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys, can you believe it's 2020? I mean, not only are we starting a new year, we're starting a whole new decade, which is pretty awesome. So I wanted to go over a few things because I know with the holidays, not everyone is able to listen to the podcast like normal. So I just want to go over a few things before we start this show, just in case you missed it. So if you missed my series on how I lost 50 pounds in 10 months, make sure to check it out. It's episode 165 to 168. And um, not only do I go over my story on 166, I go over the products I use with Kristen Pardue. Now, if you're thinking I only talk about doTERRA, I do on the show, but in the show notes, I list out all the other things that I take from the collagen that I take on Amazon um, to the protein powder that is very clean, dairy-free, gluten-free, does not have any artificial flavors or sweeteners. Um, I also talk about the scale that I use that you can buy on Amazon that connects to an app, which is really awesome and really helped me um, with my weight loss goals um, to, I'm just trying to think what else. Um, If I have, if I'm struggling with sleep and trying to stay asleep, um, I list um, what I use to help me with that all things that are not doTERRA as well. So if you just thought it was about doTERRA, there are a lot of things that are not doTERRA on the show notes. So go to episode 166. Um, With doTERRA, I know a lot of you guys have your oils person. Okay, I know this. Um, But if you don't, or if you have not purchased from your person in six months or more, um, if you found the things that we talked about super valuable, I would be so appreciative. And it would mean the world to me if you used my link um, to purchase the oils or the supplements. Um, If you have your person and you're loyal to them, I totally get it. I do. Because I've already talked to some of you about that stuff and I I understand. Um, But with that said, when you guys use my links, um, what it does is I get a commission on that and it helps the show keep going. It helps me to keep bringing you content every week. So I want you guys to know that I am so appreciative when you do use my links uh, because it helps me to kind of just, you know, do the things that I need to do to bring you everything that I bring you every week to have the guests come on and all that kind of stuff. So I am super appreciative when you use my link and I realize there are so many options out there and that you could choose from. And so when you do choose to go with me, it it really means so much to me. It really does. And it is such a blessing. And um, if you wanted to support the show, that is a great way that anytime I talk about stuff and it sounds good to you, if you use the links, it is so helpful. So I just wanted to be upfront with that with you guys. And also too, to know that anytime that I'm talking about something, um, it's 
it's something that I would use um, and that I believe in. So I'm not going to be talking about something that I wouldn't use and just to be talking about it. So you guys, I hope that you can trust that in me that I'm only talking about stuff that I really stand behind. Um, I also wanted to end on the lean program. I added that as a replay at episode 167. Uh, The reason why I did that as a replay uh, so that people could listen to it because I did a new intro on that talking about um, my weight loss journey and all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you guys are looking for a program that you're just like, you know what, I just need to kind of get back into the things. I don't even need to lose a lot of weight. Maybe you only need to lose like 15 pounds or less or whatever. And if you need to lose a lot of weight, this program is great. Um, but I really love lean. It is the program that I started off with last January. Um, and I have a referral code. It's mom, M-O-M, and you get $10 off. So make sure to go and listen to that if you haven't already, or just go to the show notes and you can find the link and all that kind of stuff there and make sure you use the referral code mom to get that $10 off. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for all of you that have supported the show by using the links um, that I provide and you know buying products that I talk about and trusting in me that um, I'm talking about stuff that um, you know, I truly believe in that I'm not just putting it out there um, just for whatever, but that these are things that I really think that will help your lives. And I want to go back to the doTERRA really quick. Some of you might be like, I don't need to lose weight. Yeah. So the doTERRA stuff, I talked about the supplements and oils also to help with your immune system and um, inflammation. And I feel like we all are dealing with that. So it is not just about losing weight. It's about getting healthier, and especially with flu season right here now. Um, you know, I would definitely be stocking up on that. And again, if you have an oils person, feel free to take all my information and say, hey, this is what Amber talked about or whatever. But again, if you don't have that person or you haven't used them in six months or more, I would be so grateful if you use the link um, in episode 167 for doTERRA. Um, you do not have to buy the starter kit. Um, that's where it takes you, but then you can go into the search bar and search for the products that I list all in the show notes. And again, if you guys have questions on anything, please email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. Or if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, Amber Sandberg, please message me. I will answer your questions. I think a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't want to bug her or whatever. You guys, this is what I'm here for. I'm serving you. I'm helping you. So if you have questions and you're like, I don't know, reach out to me. I would love to help you. All right, let's go to the show. Luann, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Amber. Yeah, so I like to start off every show with an icebreaker on travel. I'm a travel agent, so I just like asking my guests what their favorite vacation spot is is and why, and this can be with or without kids. Oh, well, okay, so here's the thing. With kids, we have to talk. See, Amber, I'm much older than you and probably (laughs) a lot of your audience, so with little kids back in the day, I actually chose to just do the day trips, you know, whether that Mm. be the park or the something, because honestly, I really detested the whole production of taking little people places. (laughs) And I'm very selfishly, I was like, everybody's having a fabulous time, but me, that's working like an animal to get... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have little kids, five and eight, you know what it's like you need the two pairs of this and six of that (laughs) and la 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 and it's like oh this was so much fun (laughs) so I would say to you but as your children get older and my kids got into high school and college then I love a beach vacation with them and we Mm. did that for many years because now not only are you all going for bike rides together but you're all having wine and playing Monopoly together and so um you know it's sort of different phases of life just like anything with your children right Amber yeah 
So what beach did you like to go to? We, I'm in, I'm in New Jersey. So mm-hmm. Long Beach Island here, we have a, yeah, is our favorite. And of course oh, there's cool. beautiful beaches all over the world, yeah. but you know, Jersey beaches are something to be said, something to be said about. So yeah. What, okay. So I'm not familiar with Jersey beaches. So what, what's one thing that stands out to you that you say that? Uh, well, we have a long line of coast, which is great. And mm. the, the Jersey beaches are um, usually in most places, lots of beach. So nice mm. long runway of beach between getting on and the ocean and soft sand, soft mm. granular sand. Oh, so interesting. It's, yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, you go to other beaches where it's very rocky and it's yes. very beautiful, but rocky, uh, yep. or short beaches. And the Jersey shore is really, uh, it's one of the, you know, we we're called the garden state. Everybody looks at the, the factories on the parkway, but we really are mostly gardens and beaches. I promise mm. you and mountains. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's good to know. So people yes. need to put that on their list. <laughs> that's right. You can't judge us by the parkway and the turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's, how about you tell us a little bit more about yourself? You just told us you live in New Jersey. So what's your first and last name and how many kids do you have? And then we'll jump into how you got to where you are today. Okay, Amber. My name is Luann Igara. I do live in New Jersey. I'm married. My husband, Vince, has been my business partner for 38 years. And we also have a partner, uh, our cousin, Bill Campisi. My husband had three kids when I met him. So I have three stepchildren. And then we have a daughter of ours together. The youngest is our daughter, and she'll be 31 in a minute. So um, (laughs) I have been through all the phases of momhood Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. and our primary business is called Window Works. We're window treatment retailers and um, in New Jersey here. And I'm also the host of a podcast called The Well-Designed Business, where I help uh, interior designers, window treatment professionals, and creatives run more profitable businesses. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you come on. Because, you know, with my podcast, a lot of the listeners um, have younger kids and, you know, they may be finding themselves with having extra time on their hands and wanting to do something. And that may be starting a business from, you know, starting photography or whatever it may be. And so I like to have people come on that um, are in a business and, and especially someone like you, where you really like helping people with their business and give us some insight, and especially being a mom, you know, and um, just having that perspective as well. So how about we start off with a show um, in regards to making money? So what is your thoughts on if the business is not making money? Like where, where, where are we going wrong with this? Like what, what do we need to do? What I have learned in working with uh, so many entrepreneurs is that when a business is not making money, 99% of the time is because the business owner isn't tracking the money. Mm. So it really starts with, are we aware of our numbers and our financials? Do we have any idea? And I say when I do a lot of my live speaking engagements is that, you know, are you actually a business owner or are you kind of like a money launderer? So you're like bringing money in. <laughs> you totally sound your like you're from the East Coast. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, it's like it comes in, it's in the account a minute or two, and then you pay it out. It's like, mm. but what stays behind and what do you track and what stays behind? And so that really is the big blind spot is that when you open a business is that you really have not set up the foundation so that you really do understand all the basic principles of monitoring that. I mean, unfortunately, I've met many, many business owners 
that don't even, you know, set up, whether it's an LLC or a corporation, don't set up a business bank account that they'll just like, to your point, I'm, I'm a mom and I've got this great talent. I'm going to start to do it on the side. And the next thing you know, they're taking payments from people and just putting it in their personal account. And, you know, one year they might take in $2,000 and the next year they're taking $20,000. And then all of a sudden it's like a business and nobody paid attention. Mm. And that's the thing. And so when you, when you, you do it, I think that you do whatever you do with intentionality. If you want to do it for fun on the side, for a creative outlet, we, God knows we need it when we're raising our children, those things that fill us up more than the gift of having a child fills us up. Right. But if you're going to make it a business, then make it a business. And if you want to do it as a hobby, then do it as a hobby until the stage of life arrives Mm. where you say, Hmm, Kids are pretty good. Every, nobody looks like they're, you know, heading down the wrong path and everybody can tie their own shoes and do their own homework. I have some more time for mommy now, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. So do you feel like, though, um, if people aren't making money, it's because they haven't really set the intention to build a business? A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. So there's two different things, right? That is one avenue. That is one entrepreneur that we that we we meet and we encounter. There's been no intention set. There's been no goal set. There's been no fine line drawn, right? But then we also do have entrepreneurs that we come across and in my coaching business and everything that we come across where they have set the intentions and they, but they're doing something wrong. So, but I just find by and by the first mistake is not setting it up properly with the goals and the intentions, but there are certainly people and entrepreneurs that are actually just making technical mistakes. Maybe their profit margins aren't high enough and they don't, I always say, that I like for you on every single project that you finish, whatever it is, that you autopsy it. What happened on this? How much did it cost me to do it? What were what were all my expenses attached? And what did I charge for it? Am I making money on every single thing that I do? Because that's where somebody who actually is running a business, has a bank account, is looking like they're a real business, but scrambling year after year thinking, when does it get easier? And it's mostly because they're ignoring that they have not adjusted their um, profit margins to support a healthy, profitable business. Mm, Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so let's move on. Um, You know, you're you have, if you want to have a business, right? Well, you kind of need to have clients. So um, what do you suggest in regards to providing good client experience? For me, uh, my, my firm conviction is that it's, is that you have to always put yourself in the position of the other person. It's what do you want as a consumer? How do you want to be treated as a consumer? It's so funny, Amber, because I, you know, my podcast is, it's fun. We have a good time and we laugh and all that. But I, what I really, my, my inner Luann wants to have a rant podcast <laughs> where I'm like a <laughs> customer service, like undercover, oh, you know, gosh. epic customer service fails, right? I mean, <laughs> 
We experience it all the time in our day-to-day interactions with all the places that we do business with from just sometimes you go to even as simple as going to a, a grocery store and the cashier doesn't even look at your eyeballs through the entire transaction, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yep. I mean, and with, with the digital and the, and the, and the cashier, you know, the, the machines yes. that have the big things, sometimes they don't even tell you how much the price is. They yeah, stand there. You're just looking just, right at the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They expect you. <laughs> to read it and you hand them the money. What I love now is that the grocery stores have switched to self-checkout. So yep. now I actually have to do their job when mm-hmm. I'm there. It's bad yep. enough that they gave me bad service <laughs> when I was there, but now I have to do their job too oh, when gosh. I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I need the rant podcast, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's it. You have to really, you know, if you want to create a business that's memorable, that is profitable, that you're proud of, you have to at every turn really be willing to deliver an experience that if anybody said to you, this is what happened when I went to this place, would you hear the description of an interaction with your company and think that's terrific? Mm. I love that. Yeah. See, you got to do that every day. You got to bring it every day. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Okay, now let's talk about this because people may not think they need to be a leader, especially if they have like a team of one, like they're just their own solopreneur and stuff like that. But what is your thoughts with that, um, with needing to be a leader and um, and why it's just so important, even if you're not literally leading a team? Well, because the thing is, you are expressing your values to everyone that you interact with. And for if you have a team, it's critical. But to your point, if you are a solopreneur, you are still interacting with your vendors. You are still interacting with your clients. You're interacting with the different service people that you hire, your CPA, your bookkeeper, all your banker. It's who do you represent? What do they think of when they think of you? Is it somebody that's you know, harried and freaked out and unorganized and whatever, or is it somebody that has their head on their shoulders, leads every day with the intention to do their very best and expresses that in every aspect of their business? Because I think, for instance, you know, to your point, if I don't have a staff, why do I need to be the leader of my company? But when I interact with a vendor, and even if I am a solo, if I have always conducted myself with the most integrity, with the most professionalism, with what I say I'm going to do, I do. When something hits the rails with a vendor, and now you need exceptional customer service out of them, or you need a favor, or maybe some Something went wrong where you need them to forgive you a misstep. You mm. need to be able to say, look, I think I've always come to the table with best foot forward. Can I get a little latitude here? I made a mistake or I need you to step up because I always bring my A game to you in my dealings with you. I expect it in return. You see, you have to build that credibility and that reputation so that when you need it, it's there. I like that. Yeah. And that's a good point because I don't think people always, you know, think about it that way. Um, They're just probably thinking, yeah, I'm not leading a team. So therefore I don't really need to be a leader. Right. And your clients, the people that you sell to, whether you are a photographer, whether you own a bakery, whatever it is, your clients want to feel 
like you're in control. They want you to lead them. Look, your show, Mom Inspired, right? We're all raising children. We know what that's like. It's just like when your kid wants to look to his mom and or his dad and say, that person's in charge. That I trust that person to lead me through this day, whether it's my kindergarten day or my going off to college day. I have trust in this person. And that comes because you've been technically the leader of your kid. And so you, if you, even if you don't have employees, your, your client wants to feel like I have trust in this business. This business knows where to go, knows what to do. And this business is leading me through this process. It's not just happening by accident. It's not just lucky that the cake turned out great on the wedding day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I like that. Um, okay. So let's talk about core values. And so I would love for you to share with us why we need them and how do we even go about figuring them out um, for our businesses? So core values, uh, so much of this relates to being a parent, right? So core values are the same thing. It's deciding the non-negotiables for you as a business owner. What will you do? What will you will not do? How will your com company be? So for instance, for me, my core values are uh, really 110% commitment to customer satisfaction and integrity. And so that means that every time I have an interaction, I'm going to base what I do and say based on that interaction. So whether the interaction is challenging, upsetting, somebody's coming at me because as entrepreneurs, we're always going to have people going, you know, crazy pants on us. It's like I get centered back into, okay, do I want to be right or do I want to get what I want? And when, if I want to be right, I will just come, you could just come back at any, any interaction and explain to them all day long and be smarter and wittier in your comebacks and be cutting. But if I want to get what I want, which is stick to my core values of integrity and customer satisfaction, then I know that's going to drive my conversation. And so this is very important for me as a person running a business, but it is so critical that you're clear on it because when you do ultimately hire personnel, if you know what your core values are and you express them, then you teach it to them because they are going to be the extension of you when you're not there. So at my business window works, we have 11 employees. That's 11 people that are interacting with my customers when I'm not right there. Mm, so yeah. I need for them to know that it is so important that you are truthful with these customers of ours, that you take care of them and that you give them every bit of customer satisfaction that they are entitled to. So if we are on an installation and something goes wrong, an installer is not going to sit there and say to himself, oh my God, this is going to cost us money. They're probably not going to want to pay for it. So I have to hide it. Let me pretend that this isn't wrong. Let me lie about it. Let me this. It's like, no, 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 no. They know that if they are honest with that client and they are expressing 110% customer satisfaction, that I and my husband and our partner are going to back them up. Mm, See, yeah. that gives them the confidence. It's like your children. It's the same as your kids. You teach your kids the rules of your family, your values as a parent. What are your values? And then when your kid goes to school, you expect your kid to live your family values. How many times have you said something like that to your children? We don't talk to our you know, brother this way. We don't treat daddy that way. We don't put our things you know, in the mud puddle, 
right? That's you teaching right. your kids your core values. And then when something happens in school, you what happens? You know it works when you go to your parent-teacher meeting and your teacher says, you know, your son is always the one that puts his bookcase books away in the bookcase. I really appreciate that about him. And you're like, well, well, that's because, you know, I taught him the core values of we put our things away, right? Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Okay, so Luann, we're almost at the end of the show and I wanted for you to share with us um, how to create a business system, especially, um, I, I feel like it's easy for um, the creatives to kind of think like, like they don't need that, you know, because they're kind of like, oh, my business is just creative and I'm just doing my own thing. <laughs> um, but I do want you to kind of tell us why we really do need that. Well, the truth is that if you don't have a duplicatable process, a duplicatable system for running your business, you actually do not have a business. You have a you. You have a, mm. you have a, you have an Amber, you have a Luann, you have a Sally, right? You just don't because it's not anything that anybody can duplicate. And so therefore it is not actually a business. If it's all in your head, that's all it is. It's in your head. And so the thing is that it's not easy to create the systems and the processes that run your business. It's not a minute. It's not an hour. It's not a day. It's weeks and months, and it takes absolute commitment to doing it. And I would say that it depends on how to, how to do it, depends on what your business is, what your experience is, and who your circle of influence is. So if you think about something like, you know, the value in having your business with a finite process is many fold. One is the efficiency on a day-to-day -day level. You know, you just eliminate so many of those red fire alarms that happen and the whole thing is like, whoa, what are we going to do today? Right. Mm -hmm. You can't eliminate all of them. That's, right. that's a fact of business, but you eliminate many of them. The other is that you can, you can project income. You can, if I do business this way, this way over and over and over again, I generally make this much money per a transaction. I can set goals and I can set milestones and I can track if I've met them. The other thing is it's much easier to onboard, um, even virtual assistants, let alone full-time or part-time employees that you might bring to your place of business. But if you're working from home and starting a business, if you want to hire a virtual assistant, what are you going to do every day? Say, well, um, these are the things I usually do today. Oh yeah. Let me tell you how to do every one of them. By the time you do all that, you could do it. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Right. Yep. So if you have it enunciated how you do it, then you can onboard your, um, new hires easier. And then the other benefit is again, it relates to the interaction and the experience, the client experience, because the client experience knows that every time they come, they can expect a quality experience because you have made it a process. And the analogy is Starbucks. Any, any, well, Starbucks mm. doesn't happen to be an actual franchise, but it sure is run like, well, like mm -hmm. one, right? Yep. But I mean, you know, the fact of the matter is, is when you drive through America in any town that you go to, when you see the well-known CVS, Starbucks, whatever mm -hmm. those well-known things, you know exactly what to expect when you walk in. Right. There isn't yep. going to be one kind of coffee in one Starbucks and another <laughs> yeah. kind of coffee in another. Right. And so that, that clarity for all of the employees in that business is monumental. And that clarity for all the potential clients is monumental because it attracts them back 
into your business over and over because they say every time I work with this entrepreneur, it's a positive experience. And that is rooted in that you deliver the experience the same way every time. And that is rooted in having a system for doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. And that's such, those are such good examples. And to really think about that, that you know what you're going to going to expect that people don't want to go into a business, you know, thinking everything's going to be all over the place. Even with photography, you think about it. Um, I have my own uh, family photographer. Well, I like her style. Well, if she just started changing it up all the time, that mm -hmm. would really throw me off. And then I'd probably be like, I don't know what I'm going to end up with. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. exactly right. It's, um, you know, it's very, and the thing is that as, as the business owner, it helps you tremendously. It really does. It just, what happens is your confidence skyrockets the more that you get finite in what you do and the way you do it. And then what happens when your confidence skyrockets, you are able to raise your prices, you're yeah. able to make better margins. And now all of a sudden you have a business that you can be really proud of. And that maybe makes a really significant income contribution to your family. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, Luann, I appreciate you coming on the show today and just kind of sharing all your wisdom in regards to, uh, you know, a business and what it looks like for moms. And um, is there anything else you wanted to add before we end the episode? The only thing I would say to you, Amber, is and to all of the moms listening is there is a season for everything. There yes. is a season for everything that you do. My youngest is 31 years old. And I have to say with complete honesty that I always knew that the most important thing that I was doing was mm. raising the kids. Yes. And I don't mean to say that the most important thing in the world to do is to raise kids. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is once I popped a baby out onto the planet, then that became, in other words, once I made that, like that little baby's on the world now, don't, don't say, don't kid yourself that, you know, okay, I can, I can, I can phone it in. No, you know what I mean? Because now the responsibility is there. It's been created. So if someone doesn't have children, that's their prerogative. But I really firmly believe that once you do, you know, lean into it, make it joyful for you, make it joyful for your kids, because God knows there's enough days that are just so trying and so crazy and so challenging. But when you end each day and know, you know, I really did my best today by my children, the satisfaction that you get from that, especially when they grow up and they're good people and you do see in them the reflection of all those core values that you put in them. It's very, it's very good. It's just, oh, okay. It was worth all those long nights, those crying tears and all of that chaos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And that's a good point. I like that. And yeah. I really do like that. There's a season for everything. And there is. yeah, because even, you know, um, someone comparing themselves to me, if they have a newborn looks very different, yeah. you know, to, you know, when you're not getting sleep and getting woken up, you know, in the middle of the night. So yeah, I it's love that. Truth. You yeah. do. And, and the other thing that I know about it is if you have a driving need in you to create a business or to do, to fulfill something, or just to get back to work and take the corporate world on fire, it doesn't have to be entrepreneurship. It, the, the, it will come, it, you know, trust that it will come and trust that if you, you know, you have to, like you, like I said, with the business, you have to decide what your non-negotiables are. 
what is your most important thing? So maybe it's not you as the mom, maybe it's your the, the father or your, your or your spouse, another spouse is the 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 mommy role from a traditional stereotype type like Ramey, right? So it doesn't have to be you, Mm -hmm. but once you have a kid out on the planet, somebody's got to do it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Well, Luann, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Amber, it was my pleasure. I just so value what you do and how you help all the moms get through the trials and tribulations because it is a tough job. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.